have the internet. <laughs> I have the internet. <laughs> a little buzzy on your end. Maybe it must be the thunderstorm. I'm just going to say it's Probably. All right. Well, you know, um, everybody is listening right now. So uh, uh, hopefully they, they, they're not bothered by any sort of uh, uh, thunderstorm shenanigans. I apologize. Internet. My internet, the internet in Alabama is very sensitive. <laughs> and that's lightning. Uh, Thunder and lightning. And, uh, and, of course, your name is Steph. And you're Robin. And we and don't want to wait. We don't want to wait. <laughs> we love Dawson's Creek again. Yay. <laughs> I've been so looking forward to chatting with you about Dawson's Creek. It's so funny how this has become like a weekly thing now. I know. For, of course, people are listening to us weeks ahead when they finally ca- catch up. So. <laughs> uh, if they listen at all. So whatever. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, Dawson's Creek, it's not... You know, Gilmore Girls or anything. Well, I don't know anything about Gilmore Girls, but Dawson's Creek's pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah, I think they're still you know, diehard fans. Mm-hmm. And I can see why. Yeah. Okay, so I have no idea. <laughs> uh, yep, the thunderstorm is. A, punishment. The thunderstorm is killing yeah. you right now. <laughs> okay. As soon as you start talking about Dawson's Creek, it's like. Goodbye, connection. <laughs> Can you hear me now? Uh, no. <laughs> I mean, sort of. I hear I hear what you're trying to say over there. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, good, because it's given me time to remember what episodes we're talking about. We're talking about crime and punishment. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, what's the next one? Oh, it's uh, To Green With Love. Okay. Um... Uh, and Cinderella story. Yep. Neverland. Yep. And and stolen kisses. You did it. <laughs> did it. Do you have any notes at all? I have no notes. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, let, uh, I'll start with like wh- where do you want to start w- with this, and then and then I'll try to make sure we hit everything we we need to. Where do you want to start? What plot line? Are you even here? I mean, of course I want to talk about Joey and Pacey. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, yeah. So this all kind of starts with the mural. We'll get into the whole controversy behind that. But, uh, you know, Pacey's getting more and more emotionally involved uh, in in, in concerns over, over Joey. Um, and it's Dawson's fault. He told him to to keep an eye on her. Uh huh. Uh huh. And I even wrote down here. Uh, what was it? Uh, it was in Crime and Punishment. Dawson actually convinces Joey that Pacey cares about her. <laughs> like he talks yeah, about why Pacey actually went after Matt Caulfield. Because <laughs> isn't that the episode where she's like? I cannot believe that you're treating me like a, a prize. You're treating me like a baseball card. You're just passing me off yep, from yep. one to the other. She's mad. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Like, but, she needs taken care of. Like, she needs seeing after. Yeah. And, you know, what, what she fortunately soon figures out is uh, um, no matter what Dawson told Pacey to do, like, he would have... He, he still actually cares about her. <laughs> like... So and uh, yeah, he uh, he ends up buying her a wall, <laughs> which is uh, pretty awesome. 
Pacey convinces himself that he's the ducky to Jen. Um, but uh, yeah, it soon kind of works out. We get a uh, we get a, a little bit of a, a, a kiss after the uh, last college visit for a while. I think. Okay, so in Crime and Punishment, Andy finds out that she scored really high on the PSAT, and she could win the National Me- National Medal of Honor. That's not right. National Merit Scholar. Yeah, no, yeah, ma- big scholarship. Oh, yeah. Uh, and so it makes her feel guilty because she has been going overboard on that council that she's on, that Green put her on, and she's been, you know, throwing the book at everybody. So she has got to fess up for stealing the test and cheating. Yeah. So she does, and she's going to leave school. She's gonna, she empties yeah. her locker. She's going to leave school, and Green's like, uh, you know, whatever. And okay, so why did we ever find out why Caulfield uh, defaced Joey's mural? I think it was slightly there was some slightly implied racism involved, but um, it never actually was spoken. <laughs> there was it, it might have been I don't know he his you know and I think Bodie brings up some of that too you know. Um, uh, um, but where was it? Uh, he says something like, um, oh, darn. I'm, pr- I was bragging about my very organized notes today and yet, uh, who, who Brody? Bodie. Bodie was bragging about something. No, no, no. no, no uh, Caulfield. Caulfield. He was basically well, like, uh, saying, you know, I don't need to come in here every day and, um, work. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I don't have to worry. She, her thing was all about possibility. She did this whole speech is about possibility, whatever. And he's like, "I'm white, I'm rich. That's all the possibility I need." And uh, yeah, he just kind of says that he doesn't need to come into school every day and deal with. Well, that. I know at the beginning of the episode, Bodie says, uh, "Ask because Bodie and Bess." Bess, Bessie, Bessie are going to go to the school for the unveiling of the mural, and yeah. Bodie asked Joey, "Oh, how many, how many non-white kids are in that school? Like ten, eleven, or yeah. something? <laughs> eleven, yeah. yeah. I mean, at least there are some. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> at least the answer's not zero. <laughs> but uh, so, I, I, yeah, from that, I got the feeling that this was going to be a race issue, but I didn't. I never did pin down what was under what was the cause of the defacing the mural, because at the okay then the next episode to Green with Love yeah at the uh, PTA meeting Caulfield's dad stood up and was speaking. yeah he he definitely implies a, a little bit of racism as well because he's like you know he's coming in here doing his urban values or whatever yeah he he would be much. Better suited for an urban street yeah. environment or something like that. Yeah, um, not cool. Yeah, and so at the end of that episode, did Green and the girl, what's her name? Nikki. Nikki, did they leave town? They're gone, both those actors. So now we're down to nine. Nine black people in Cape <laughs> <laughs> I was just like they were just talking about how there's not many black people in Cayside, and it's like if we we go through the I next episode, it. you're giving up. You're, you're de- you know you're defeated. Because <laughs> like Nikki was saying, you know you had to stay and fight. Yeah, yeah. No, they uh, they're 
it's it's crazy. I I was so mad. Like yeah, I thought that was weird because I I really thought that this uh, relationship between Nikki and Dawson was going somewhere. You mm-hmm. know, uh, mm-hmm. they had a lot in common. Joey and uh, the principal were building up a friendship. I think you know, um, and uh, yeah, we we also get out of that story. Like there's a, they really wanted to tackle like how the media spins things. Uh, Terribly, and yeah, they were really <laughs> borderline racist by the uh, depicting of uh, of uh, Mr. Green um, on TV. They had this like angry picture of him, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, and uh, Gail decides that she's gonna investigate with Dawson <laughs> to try yeah. to try to help that out, but unfortunately. Uh, uh, it doesn't really work. I mean, they even catch the superintendent, Dr. Fielding, like pointing out, like, your job is not to please the community and whatever garbage they're thinking of. Your duty is to the students and making sure yeah. that they're, you know, being taken care of. And kicking a kid like Caulfield out of school is probably a good idea if he's going to be a, if he's got that kind of attitude, you know? Yeah. So. Yeah, it was very... Go ahead, sorry. No, I was just going to say, but rich white privilege. Oh my gosh, can you believe that they tried to discipline him? Yep, and I don't think that kid comes back either. (laughs) He's gone. Good, good riddance. Um, Yeah, these... And it's weird, you know, I was honestly wondering, like, were they high... Were were Bianca Lawson and Oba Babatunde, the the two actors, uh, hired... For more, and then got another job, or something. I don't know. Like, was was there a reason why they they why they seemed- just so uh, suddenly just abruptly left? Yeah, yeah. Did the writers go? I don't know what else we can do with this. I don't want to. You know, they weren't interested in pursuing Dawson and Nikki. Um, yeah. So uh, that was that was kind of upsetting because uh, you know Joey gets this whole rally going and it does a really great job and uh, yeah because apparently she's a born leader yeah that they say <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, and uh, unfortunately you know there's this whole there's this whole drama about whether Green's going to show up at the rally there's this drama about whether Bessie's going to show up at the rally oh Bessie's so mean to Joey yeah. She says some really cruel things. Well, she's worried about the, her, you know, ruining. Like we have to, we have to run a business in this town, and you know, yeah. you can't just ruin our reputation by <laughs> defending somebody that's not very popular. So, uh, so um, that's it for the Greens. I don't know if you want to say anything more about them. No, I mean, I just, I just, it was just a weird. You know, departure. Yeah. I just was reminded, I was looking through my notes here, and um, Matt Caulfield was on the, you know, being pulled in front of the disciplinary committee in the beginning of the episode of Crime and Punishment Uh because he was caught cheating. And the fact that uh, the the reason why he was cheating, not the reason why he was cheating, that what happened, what he was caught doing was just freaking ridiculous to me. What was this? He called his... His mother and he asked her how many uh, <laughs> Supreme Court justices there were. Yeah, he literally called his mom. <laughs> and she didn't her, know. Yeah, called her in <laughs> class. <laughs> he didn't think he was doing anything wrong. Yeah. 
But it's just so funny. Like, like that was where technology was. Like, nowadays, I'm sure it's like, you know, kids, like, operating the internet underneath their desk, you know, with their <laughs> tiny yeah. small smartphones or whatever. Or texting a friend or whatever. Uh, but he literally made a phone call. <laughs> Which is the of our test. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I, I just love the call out of the uh, the StarTac, which was uh, made by Motorola back then. I remember my dad had one of those and was like, "Ooh, he's got a cell phone." <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah. Um, what was next? Uh, oh, Cinderella story. Yes. And oh. so Joey goes. Can yeah. you believe if you were when you were sixteen years old, were you able to like travel to colleges and <laughs> go on <laughs> no. all these weekend trips? No, no, no. I, I don't. You know, but of course, I wasn't being taken care of by my older sister. So, <laughs> yeah, I guess that is kind of different. You that can get away with that. Yeah, but so she's she, always like behind her relationships. You know, she's always trying to root Joey on and getting the guy. So. She probably get, sent her off to the college on her own. Um, <laughs> of course, she probably met AJ before, you know, while he came down for the rally for two minutes and then left. <laughs> um, yeah, so Joey meets her uh, meets her alter ego, like a bizarro version of her. Uh, and that bizarro version's name is Morgan. <laughs> Morgan, <laughs> that's a beautiful about? name. Yes. Beautiful name. Love it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, why do you say a bizarro version of her? Well, because uh, there was the whole thing where she discovers that Morgan and AJ are best friends. And, you know, they made a try of being together once, but it didn't work out. But oh, there's still that oh, tension. The, the, yeah. uh, uh, the uh, what am I trying to say? The, uh, I'm using my hands to try to figure out what that word is. The correlation, the that's not the word yeah. I want, but the comparison, that's not, still not the word I'm looking for. <laughs> Joey and Dawson and AJ and Morgan. Uh-huh. Because Morgan is a boy's name, too. What? Boom. <laughs> <laughs> uh, because, okay, there's that's, there's so much alike. And so she realized yeah. Yeah. that Morgan and AJ belonged together and she needed to, she was a third wheel and she needed to get to leave. Us is a memory, and you and Morgan are a reality. Mm-hmm. Aww. <laughs> and there's more th- worse things than a broken heart. Yeah. Or unspoken something like that. Love. Unspoken love is the worst. Yes, and there is some, there's definitely a bit of awkwardness on that. Whole, uh, that I'm not sure if you were into bloody knee kissing, but I sure certainly was not into that. <laughs> I, I kind of thought that was a little hot. Really? <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, maybe he is a little attractive. Yeah. And uh, no. And uh, yeah, I'm glad to say uh, that was all we'll hear from Agent Mulder. I mean, uh, AJ Mulder uh, <laughs> for the rest of the series. Goodbye. Yay, goodbye. I hope you don't mind me just spoiling you on that. Sometimes I no, like to I'm... celebrate a character leaving for good. Yes. Because just because they tell us that he's smart, does he doesn't sound smart. He's so dull. He's so he dull. He is. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, they deserve each other. It's fine. Yeah. She seems to be very much into whatever he's doing. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. So, it's, so, uh, yeah. so did she call uh, Pacey to pick her up at the bus station or something? Yep, train because station? he's the first person she thought of. <gasps> oh. 
And she says, I can talk to you. And Pacey says, aren't you tired of talking? And they have their first kiss right next to the Cape Side sign. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, and then we all, <laughs> and we all screamed. <laughs> uh, I think probably back when I was uh, watching this for the first time, I was very much invested in Dawson and, and Joey. I almost said Dawson and Pacey, <laughs> Dawson and <laughs> Joey. Uh, so you so, were upset and yeah, mad. Yeah, it's interesting watching this with the mindset of like, actually, you know what, <laughs> Pacey is just seems to be better for her at this point. And, uh, you know, Dawson's off in dream world being Mr. Uh, he, you know, I'm glad his character is, he's become more optimistic and everything like that. Again, we're waiting for the other shoe to drop. Unfortunately, it doesn't drop by the end of our, um, run of episodes here, but, um, right now he is in a good place. Um, but it just seems, I'm, I'm just so, I just can tell, like, I know that Pacey really is infatuated with her. I, I Granted, it came on out of kind of nowhere, it seems, <laughs> but uh, I, do, do you feel the same way, or or, or do you think, because I, I, like, I, I almost figure, like, that, that, that moment that Dawson told Pacey to go take care of her, and then he sat with her on the pier, I was like, yeah. okay, so they're going to get together now. Yeah, like, <laughs> on one hand, because I watch so much damn television... I can see the. I can just see its its architect the architecture. Yeah. The I can see by under the under the you know yeah. that it was that it was created this way. Yeah. All from the first episode of this season that it was just just been um this was the season long arc. If but I'm then not again, mistaken. they have they have chemistry. Yeah. Yeah. They Spoiler alert! Do. I watched the next episode. Hot. <laughs> Hot, hot. <laughs> you mean you're talking about uh, Neverland? <laughs> no, I watched. The oh, you watched after Storlin Kisses? Because my husband made How me. How dare you? He came home from work and demanded that I turn on the next episode. And so I was I was in the kitchen trying not to watch. But I was like, I was like, oh my gosh, there's, that's the hottest kiss you're skipping way ahead now. Come I'm sorry. On, I'm sorry. Okay. Here. Let's go back. Let's go back. Let's go back. Oh. Where were we? Okay. So, okay. Uh, yeah, so she's Cinderella say, because she got the prince in the end. Yeah. And I love how Pacey ends up dropping her off at the beginning of the episodes. Like, yeah, just so you know, all fairy tales are going to come to an end. Have a nice day. Oh. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> Have a great time. <laughs> and um, then the next episode, Neverland. Mm. Is it? It's never planned because um, I think they all like they all are uh, getting back to their childhood. I think all all the characters are getting okay. Back to where so um, oh, let's go back to Pacey when he got in the fight with the Caulfield guy. He yeah. got punched at once. Sorry. <laughs> when Pacey got in trouble with Green for the fight with Caulfield, uh-huh. he got. Community service. Yes, and so he has to spend time with that obnoxious kid from Jerry Maguire. <laughs> no, come on. Listen, this is a child. Okay, his name is Jonathan Lipnicki. He was he can't six. Act. He they just put a bunch of adult words in his mouth, <laughs> and he just spits them out. And you're just supposed to say, "Oh, look, he's so cute." Uh, he's playing a character named Buzz here. <laughs> And uh, Buzz, I, I did note that Buzz's lisp is very adorable, but it makes his words a little hard to understand at times. <laughs> uh, 
yes. Uh, I, I remember, uh, well, I don't remember any really watching this at all, but um, I, I was, again, happy that we have another uh, guest star that I could recognize, you know. And I'm, I'm a big Jerry Maguire fan, you know. I looked it up. He was six years old when he made that movie. He's 10 here, playing a nine-year-old. And according to Buzz, he's not like a kid on Seventh Heaven, pissy. Uh, that was cute. But, okay, you know how Dawson and Joey are ridiculous because they're 16-year-olds and they're more, like, psychologically evolved than most 40-year-olds? Right. They're just so emotionally aware of their thoughts and feelings. This kid is like that turned up to 11. Like, this kid should not know about the things he talks about. Who takes care of this kid? There is no other adult in his life that we've seen you so far. <laughs> I'm thinking he just he's 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 got street smarts. He's he's learned how to raise himself. Oh, in Cape Side. Cape Side, yes. <laughs> you know, uh, he's he's uh, he knows about how to work uh, work a meatloaf, uh, except he doesn't tell Pacey to wash his hands, which is kind of gross. Uh, <laughs> So he does. He's he's very smart, but you know he every once in a while gets sick from <laughs> bacteria. From salmonella. Yeah. Okay, so in Neverland, Pacey and Dawson go camping. They camp out by their childhood fort they build because yeah. they're gonna they're gonna build something there in its place. Okay, let's just talk about the location for one thing. Like this location, it was like it was as if Dawson and Pacey had found this place again, untouched in the middle of the woods. It's been like you know years since they've been there, but yet there are some parts where they're like sitting at that camp, and it seems like they're next to a road, <laughs> or there's there's civilization very very close. Uh, yeah, it was to like them. they had to trudge through the wilderness to get there. Yeah. The next to the road. Yeah. So, and I, then, did, I did like the fact I, li- I did like Pacey like getting into there and then st- standing up and having his head poked through the roof. <laughs> yeah, that yeah, was it's cute. Been, it's been so cute. the reason Pacey went there though was to tell Dawson that he had kissed Joey. Yep. And he's talking <laughs> about change. It's good. Change is good, Dawson. <laughs> <laughs> but he chickens out. Yeah. I. Oh yeah. It, He's uh, he's been warned by his brother Dougie, uh, who he's living with now, that okay. uh, that uh, Pacey's situation is a lot like Speed, where Joey is a bus and Dawson's the bomb underneath the bus. <laughs> so where did I did, Pacey has a mother? Pacey has sisters. Yeah, uh, it's funny. As soon as they were they were mentioned on the show, I immediately went to the IMDb to see if I could find them in the castle thing for the episode that I was watching. But yeah, they don't. You, we don't actually meet them yet, so I don't know if we ever do. I didn't want to spoil my. I assumed okay from the episode from that from that difficult to watch episode where they went fishing with Pacey's dad. I assumed that the didn't he say that his mother left. <sighs> I don't remember that. I thought I, it was I'm, just Pacey and his dad, and uh, or maybe they just kind of like Jen kind of left it. Uh, but I, I, I think he moved out because it was his sister and her like uh, gross uh, husband or boyfriend and her kids uh, showed yeah, up no to neck, stay. No neck monsters. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't remember hearing anything about a mother. Yeah, because. Um, 
something about don't Doug said. Doug said, you know, don't accept any food mother sins because she thinks iceberg lettuce is nutri- <laughs> something about iceberg lettuce was very nutritious or something. What episode is this? Neverland. I, oh, no. Whenever Pacey was moving into Dougie's house. Uh. And so, um, okay, in Neverland we have the fort story. We have the oh. Uh, Jen was not in. Was she in uh, to Green with Love? She shows up in the next episode and says, "Oh, hey, I've just been spending a lot of time with uh, Henry." <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think or she might have helped at the rally. I'm not sure. Seems like she was gone for a long time. And then Jen, Henry, Henry has a birthday party and does not invite Jen, and her feelings are hurt. So. Uh, Jen, Joey, and Andy have a girls' night, and they do facials, <laughs> <laughs> and they put on lingerie and boas, and they fix their hair, and they go roller skating, and they run into Henry's birthday party, <laughs> and I guess he was just ashamed that they were treating him like a kid still. Yeah, yeah, <sighs> I I wasn't a fan of him in this episode either. <laughs> I was yeah. like, come on. Well, like the littlest, thing, like I don't know, like are, are are they together? Are they not? What's going on here? Why doesn't he? Uh, I don't know. It, it you know it seemed like he had like older boyfriends like hanging out. Like he's I don't know. Maybe it's because he's. I thought maybe they grew was, up with them oh, or whatever. Yeah, because that was at school. That was how she found out about the birthday party. Was yeah. the guys were talking about it? Yeah. Uh, I, uh, th- this was a fun little uh, uh, part of the episode, though, um, because uh, Andy does point out to uh, uh, Joey and Jen that uh, you guys never hang out with anybody that doesn't have a penis. <laughs> yeah, and it's true <laughs> because their guy, their their storyline revolves around a guy. Yeah, yeah. So they're always with guys. Yeah, and Jen does point out that they're they're incestuous little group. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I, I thought it was I thought it was cute where they they got all dressed up with the scarves and all the hoop earrings, or whatever, and went roller skating together and whatever. And, yeah, and, I, I, that yeah. was fun. I liked the idea of it, but it was the Henry part that was really <laughs> weird. I was like, come on, <laughs> Dump and then this I enjoy- loser already. <laughs> yeah, and this very young loser. And then uh, I enjoyed the fort story until. The Jerry Maguire kid showed up. <laughs> oh, come on. How about Dawson trying to tell them Steven Spielberg stories? <laughs> They're like, what are you talking about, man? We've seen all these movies. And then he talks about Max and his bloody axe. I thought that was cute. And then, of course, you know, it's like this this whole these – all these discussions post the kiss between Dawson and Pacey are just – the knife being shoved into into Pacey harder and harder, and just Dawson having no idea he's completely innocent and all yeah, this. Yeah, Pacey feels so guilty. He feels like such a yeah. yeah. I like he pulls out an ammo box, right? And it's got Jurassic Park tickets three times he saw it, uh, pocket knife, a picture of Dawson and Joey, and an oath of loyalty between Dawson and Pacey when they became blood brothers. <laughs> 
And then Dawson's like laying down afterwards. He's like, listen, you know, that's just the way it is. You know, you're the loyal friend and Joey is just my soulmate, you know? And Pacey's like, you got, you, you cast us in these roles. <laughs> uh, whatever. Um, so yeah, they, uh, uh, Joey and Pace or Joey. Yeah. Joey and Pacey, uh, end up having a, a little handshake at the end of that episode saying we're friends. Sure. But, um, yeah, it's not until they go hang out at, uh, hot aunt Julie Bowen's house. <laughs> Cause she's so cool and she's so hippie listen, and she's so free. Listen, aunt Gwen, man, she lives in Vermont. She's like down the road from me. You know, we're all like that, man. <laughs> like we just like hang out in our sandals and do art and just be free. <laughs> I do love how Aunt Gwen was very cool um, to a point when she discovers that uh, there's a wolf in the hen house. <laughs> yeah, she's like – she crosses her arms. Joey, you've got to tell Dawson. Yeah. <laughs> like J- D- Joey and Pacey are having a moment and she's just like <clears> – does one of those things, you know. It's like, listen, lady. <laughs> bug off, man. The, the, let the kids talk. Oh, and also, Joey and Pacey were forced to sleep in the same bed together. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And when and when she touched his arm, <laughs> it made and, her feel alive. And, and then he woke up, and he watched her sleep. <laughs> uh, it was cool. We got, the, uh, we got Joey finally giving Pacey, uh, uh, returning the kiss to Pacey this time at, at the end. But again, it was just another more, even more of poor Dawson just being so happy and everything's great. And I'm just figuring out my life and everybody's just going to wait for me to figure out me. And Joey's going to wait for me because we're soulmates. And, you know, and do you mean Joey or forever, even though I'm not going to act on it at all? And how about that painting? (laughs) Oh, where they have an actual karaoke song they do together. Yes, that's going to be playing at the end of this uh, podcast, by the way. Uh, yeah, they really hammer in the Daydream Believer throughout this episode, too, like over and over again. <laughs> I, I was just like, we get it. Dawson's, a, you know, he's in a daydream. He believes that things are going one way, but it's not. It's, it's the, his relationship with Joey is a daydream. So. And then we have uh, Aunt Gwen talking about how, like, she got married because it was safe. And then she actually, after that, she met a guy that she felt passionate about and had to break up her marriage. You know, she wish she never made that mistake to begin with. And we get it. Dawson, uh, jo- Joey and Pacey need to be together. <laughs> okay. Did you get all that? <laughs> uh, I get, now that you say it like that, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, that's, that's pretty much the Joey and Pacey of it all, right? Yep. (laughs) Shall we hit on any of the other characters, perhaps? (laughs) Uh, okay, this was a weird storyline where Parker, or, what's his name? (laughs) (laughs) That evil Parker who's going to turn any minute now. He's so awful. What is his name? Adam Kaufman. Adam Kaufman and the character that he's playing? Uh, Ethan. 
Ethan. So Ethan comes back to visit Jack, mm. and the dad is Jack's dad is super suspicious and does not approve of of the, of him staying at the house for the weekend because he did it because the dad was supposed to go out of town and didn't right. go or something. Right. And so he thought he was like sneaking around and up to no good. Mm-hmm. But Jack was like, "I don't care. Yeah. I'm not asking your permission." So he stayed, and then Adam, Adam, <laughs> Ethan, Ethan. Ethan ended up in the dad winning Jack's dad over. Yeah. About cars and going out to dinner and stuff. As it, as, as it turns out, his dad was actually there to spend time with Jack, and, you know, he has let go of his anger while Jack is still holding on to it. Oh. So, you know, and then Ethan warns at the end of that plot line, and you keep walking around with that anger, and you're just going to lose each other, you know? Um,. And, uh, yeah, Mr. McPhee and his weird camo sweater, um, <laughs> was just there to be, a, <laughs> to be, to be a friend. And Jack was just raging against the machine. Um, yeah, Jack was like, I'm only here cause of Andy. <laughs> yeah. And it's so funny. It's like, uh, you know, you, have you ever been in that situation where you're like hanging out at a friend's house and they're angry at like either their parents or, uh, in, you know, another friend that's in the house too. And, <laughs> Or like even like you know as adults going over to like a married couple's house and having the you know the married couple being mad at each other but still insisting on entertaining you. Yeah. Or like coworkers are fighting, yeah. and you and oh. you feel like you feel like they're mad at you. Yeah. Like it's, I didn't do anything. But it's so like selfish of it of them to just you know I, I just felt I was so selfish of Jack to be like. Ethan, you're going to deal with me being mad at my dad. And being <laughs> We're going to play chess while my dad just watches us. Yeah. It's not uncomfortable at all. So, oh, you know what I did enjoy? I enjoyed the Upstar restaurant. How we're taste testing all the meals, all the dishes. <laughs> yeah. Trying to find a good uh, cook. And uh, how Dawson forced Andy and Jack to eat and eat and eat until they... <laughs> Found some good food. And then, so they ended up, Bodie is going to, they're going to work this man to death. Yes. He's going to work at the bed and breakfast, and he's going to cook at the restaurant. Yeah. He can work at the bed and breakfast during the day. We won't take away from his work time. He can work here at night. (laughs) Because he's the only cook we know. I mean, he hasn't, you know, been with his family for two, three, two and a half years. Maybe he needs to spend some time with his child. But, uh, but you know, hey, they they did make him a partner. The Mitch Mitch became a manager. Bodie 20%. became a partner. Yeah, and yeah. Jen does not get to be a waitress. She gets to be a hostess. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. So was, that's what we had said back at the beginning of the series that Bodie and Mitch need to just team up and run a restaurant together. Yeah, yeah. And it's funny because uh, I was thinking about how you know Mitch and Gail, Mitch and Gail were talking about um, during the the bed and breakfast episode that they wanted they wanted to open up something or she want she always had a dream about opening up something and they're going to call it Leary's Fresh Fish. And so when I it seemed like they were going to name it Leary's Fresh, Fresh Fish. Then I realized, wait, Gail isn't a Leary anymore. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, towards the end of this uh, episode run, it seems like Gail's going to end up being a Leary again. So, uh, <laughs> Yeah, it looks like they're back together or headed back together. 
I don't know. I didn't watch the next episode, but it seemed like at the end of this run <laughs> that they had this strange. They watched their wedding video, and it looked like like Luke and Laura or something <laughs> <laughs> with uh, Mitch's eighties uh, uh, hair. Um, yeah, because think. because an old friend came to visit, and she had lost her husband. Yeah, and so that made them realize there's not enough time to. Deal with this. Who, who knows? You never know. I don't know. <laughs> that was it for Mitch and Gail, I believe. Yeah. Uh, gosh. I did want to mention a few things. Oh, uh, Andy meets a boy at the end of uh, this uh, run here. His name is Will Krudsky. And Will uh, is going to be a character that stars on the Dawson's Creek spinoff uh, called Young Americans. Oh, that was a spinoff? Yes, it was. Did not know that. Lasted eight, for eight episodes. Eight whole episodes. I know starred, Ian Summerhalder. Yep. Kate Bosworth was on that show. Um, it was a girl from the L Word pretends to be a boy to go to a, a boy's school. And that's... <laughs> I, I was reading a bit, a bit about the show. It's like Ian Summerhalder thinks that he's gay because he's in love with this boy. And it turns out that she's a, it's a girl that's undercover trying to go to this boy's prep school. <laughs> I'm like, oh I need gosh. to watch this. But unfortunately, I don't, I don't think it's on DVD or anything. Yeah, it's probably hard to... Well, maybe it's on Hulu. Yeah, I don't know. But, uh, oh, the guy that plays on Gilmore Girls, Logan. I have no idea. Never seen him. Matt. He was on The Good Wife. I don't know if he made it through the run of the show. Matt Zuckery. Yes. Yes, he was also on Veronica Mars for an episode. Uh, Um, Yeah, he was in that show as well. Um, Let's see, who else... Lawrence Pressman from Doogie Hauser was played Dr. Fielding in these episodes. Uh, oh, uh, Robin Dunn, who played a- Agent Mulder, um, <laughs> actually uh, doesn't. doesn't uh, he's he's in a few things after this, but I, I noted that uh, one of the things he stars in is the direct-to-video sequel of The Skulls, which was a movie that starred Joshua Jackson. <laughs> so. What kind of name is Pacey? <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> I don't know, AJ. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, another bit of trivia, uh, Katie Holmes' all-time favorite moment from Dawson's Creek comes from something that happens during this batch of episodes. Can you name it? Her all-time favorite moment actually happens during this. Can you guess it? It is not the bloody knee kissing. <laughs> It's not the mural. It is the mural. Really? Yeah, it's when Pacey gives her a wall. That's that's her all time favorite moment from Dawson's that is, Creek. That is pretty sweet. That is that's a moment where you're like, uh, is he in love with me, or does <laughs> yeah, he feel hello? sorry for me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I have to write less notes. I think that's my problem. Sarah Lancaster from Chuck played Shelley, the waitress. Oh yeah! So Henry walks up to Jen and says, "That waitress wants to have sex with me." Like, why would you tell your girlfriend that? Because <laughs> apparently she's dating a little boy. <laughs> uh, I do like that uh, Shelley, the waitress, points out that Henry uh, is very much like uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, comes from the DiCaprio gene pool or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I kind of enjoyed Jen being jealous, though. That was the only part of the Jen Henry stuff that I liked was yeah. her just, just realizing that she's actually fallen for him and that she's not used to having somebody kind of get through her all her defenses. Yeah. And, you know, everybody is getting a lot more attractive. Like, Jen, I like yeah. the, the soft curls. Jen's been a knockout this summer, this season, so but I, I I'm didn't all like aboard the crimped. Jen, but... The crimped hair was not cute. Oh. It was it was very dated, very nineties. But I like the soft curls and Joey, her, uh, Katie Holmes' cheekbones. Yeah, are just she's getting to be very very pretty. Mm. Dawson, meh, he's all right, whatever. <laughs> I, you know, I think uh, Dawson is a lot more attractive with this whole optimism. Like when his nostrils aren't flaring, and he's getting all mad and stuff, and not being uh, 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 morally superior, <laughs> yes, or, exactly. or whatever. Like when his mother, like you know, just kind of fawns over him after their little time together doing the news report. You know, I was like, "Yeah, Gail, you're right. You raised an awesome kid. Like this kid is this kid is uh, just doing all the right things right now." So he's just going through a time where he's unsure, and you know what? That is adolescence. Mm-hmm. It sucks. Uh, I think that's all my notes. There's so much stuff I wrote down, but, uh, yeah. Okay. Um, so, next episodes yeah. will be... All right, longest, we're finished. Yeah, go ahead. The Longest Day. Yep. I do not know. I have nothing in front of me. Oh, you don't know? <laughs> you know the know. one that you watched. Okay. <laughs> the Longest Day, uh, Show Me Love, which is a tattoo song that I always get stuck in my head whenever I hear those three words. Show me love, show me love, show me love. Nobody knows. Okay. Um, The next episode is the anti-prom and the season three finale, True (gasps) Love. And that, can I tell you something special about that episode? Um, Is it a spoiler? Well, (laughs) you know the the Dawson Leary crying meme? Oh, is that the... That's where it comes from. (laughs) Oh, nice! I uh, uh, I I might have to. You, I don't rewatch the the series like you do. I'm just I just watch them once and talk about them with you. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's I might have to rewind that and watch it over and over again. <laughs> like how I rewound rewound uh, Pacey pushing Bessie out of Julie's bedroom <laughs> by her face. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, after next week we'll be done with season three, Time which to... means we'll be halfway through the entire series. Oh. Basically, I mean. Oh. Okay, uh, so it's time to order season four DVDs. Sure. <laughs> or uh, not. <laughs> no, we'll definitely be talking season four. Uh, there, so fifty-four episodes down, seventy-four episodes to go. So really, we won't be halfway through. But it'll nah. seem like it. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so uh, see you next week. Okay, <laughs> bye. Bye.
think I love you. And now I'd like to bring up two of my very favorite people to perform their very own special number, Dawson and Joey. That's Yay! right. God help me. I'm not going to sing. Get up Hi, here. Guys. Come on, Joey. Ready? Woo! could hide neath the wings of the bluebird as she sings. Six o'clock alarm will never ring. I can't believe I'm doing this. <laughs> oh, but it rings and I rise, wipe the sleep out of my eyes. The shaving razor's cold and it stings.